The following program contains right, scenes of violence, okay, nudity, uh, and mature subject matter. Thoughts? Parental discretion is advised. Uh, better than last week's. I'm playing the clip, the intro. Shut the fuck up. L.I.W.'s from the Crypt Review. Now you can unshut the fuck up. <laughs> okay. I didn't hear any of that. I, I'm sorry. I'll, I'm going to try to yeah, fix it later. It's something going on on the computer. Yeah, it came like really faint. I couldn't hear any of it. It did. Uh, anyway, that's, L.I.W. That's why I talked over it. <laughs> and you're talking over me now. Welcome to L.I.W. The Tales from the Crypt Review. I'm Phoenix West. Joined by whoever wants to go first. Frank Links. Adam Wilcox. Frank and Adam, thanks for joining me. Uh, I, I, you guys haven't listened to the last couple episodes. It was just me and uh, me and Pete. It was we <laughs> reviewed one actual episode, which wasn't bad, and then we reviewed a cartoon episode, which also wasn't bad. The cartoon one, yeah. I don't know if you guys remember. There was a cartoon series in like ninety three, ninety four called Tales from the Crypt Keeper. Then it came back in 99 for new Tales from the Crypt Keeper. Do you guys remember that at all? Negative. Negative? I watched it a lot. Once you hear the theme song, you're like, oh yeah, that. It's very similar, but it's a cartoon. And there's a witch involved and all sorts of shenanigans. It's not great, but it was pretty good for, you know, I don't know why ABC was like, let's get that HBO show and make a cartoon out of it. But they, they went ahead and did it. And it was fine. I'll take your word for it. <laughs> uh, today we watched uh, 403, I want to say. What did we watch? 403. So are you doing these in order or are you just like uh, random? And, oh, yeah. The, 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 think, think, yep, yep, yep. The, the wheel. The, yeah. the bingo ball, the bingo thing yeah. picks all. I have no idea what we're watching. Bingo yeah. balls. Yeah, we're bingo, bingo balling it. 403 on a dead man's chest. Directed by William Friedkin, who I talked about, and I don't know if I'm ever going to release the recordings of the actual episodes we do, the live commentary. I might. I don't know. Depends how that goes. But the point is, uh, William Friedkin, director of such movies off the top of my head as, uh, well, 1971, uh, The French Connection, 1973, uh, The Exorcist. He also oh. did... Bunch of movies, The Hunted, uh, with you know, Tommy Lee Jones and such. Yeah, that was a great movie. Dude, That's where I know him from, from the French Connection. Dude's done a ton of movies. Uh, you know, it was great. If I had to list twenty best directors, he'd be on the list. Um, you know, uh, the ex uh, French Connection Two was directed by uh, John Frankenheimer. But uh, how often do I bring him up? So I don't need to talk about that, right? Never heard of him. Never heard of him. Freakin'? Yeah. But William Freakin, one of the best directors. One of the... Freakin'. He's a good director. This episode doesn't prove that at all. Doesn't show any, any sort of effort at all. This is terrible. Adam, you appeared to like it more than, than I did, at least. Um, I, I liked it for various <clears throat> reasons. I, it, it, this is one of those stories like we've seen it before. It, it kind of is not too terribly dissimilar from another one that I watched with you involving a comic book where comic books come to life. Corman's uh, Calamity? Yeah. It, it, we, we've done this where there's the image and then the image reflects what's going on somewhere else. Like the, like it, it, there's some kind of a reality that spawns from the image. 
This time it just happens to be a tattoo. Yeah, yeah. The, the, a tattoo. Tattoo. Given by a one-eyed heavy D. Uh, God rest his soul. But the... I mean, let's, let's backtrack a little bit. I, pref- I think I prefer Corman's Calamity over this. I think this was a badly edited episode. They're all the fuck over. He's all over the place at the end. And it didn't... There's no tracking from one scene to the other. It's just like, here's a scene. Oh, here's another scene. And then there's this, by the way. And you're kind of like, you have to figure it out. Like, what, what, where is he? What the? He kills Tia Carrera, and then all of a sudden he's backstage. And he missed the whole show. But then the producer's like, no yelling sense. at him get, to go get the singer. So he goes in back and gets him, and he's cut his own chest off by then. I'm like, you were just talking to him. What? what? It, it's a bad episode. This guy that plays the Scott Stapp, uh, Eddie Vedder amalgamation, is he like some actor that we're supposed to, like he's supposed to be special or something like that? I don't know who he is. Was he like a hot thing at a time? Because I think that Friedkin assumes that the audience is like really into this guy. And hey. he's just like a tyrannical douchebag through the entire episode. I, He couldn't even fake sing very good. No. It begins with them on stage. They're playing a song. And the, their name is, even their name is The Exorcist, or just Exorcist, which is a nice little nod to his own fucking movie. And then they're playing, and he starts announcing that his uh, lead guitarist is, is soon to marry uh, Tia Carrera from Wayne's World. He drags the bitch on stage. He's, he's The lead singer is the main character, and he's clearly a, a dick. He drags her on stage and is like, he's going to marry this slut. Anyway, here's our song. Get the fuck off. And he shoves her off. And they play another terrible song. And then it cuts to him meeting some girl backstage, some blonde lady who proceeds to be like, hey, I I like to fuck lead singers. Here's my titties. Oh, this dragon? And a little tongue comes out. And she's like, here's a dragon tattoo. She's the girl with the dragon tattoo. So I didn't see her get anally raped like that movie. Well... Yeah, yeah. Frank didn't get that one. <laughs> no, <laughs> it went right over his head. I watched it fly right over his head. Yeah. No, no, because there's two of them. Flyers, there's the French one, and then there's the American one, and both of them she gets annually raped. Yeah, I know, but the... it's it's dead now. It's it's dead. It's gone. Moving on. Yeah, but she she tells him about this tattoo artist, and a little a tongue comes out of the dragon on her titties, and he's like, nice and. W- we're just like, hey, some titties and some swearing. Because the lead singer's like, you fucking fucks, I'm ready to fucking rock you fucks. Yeah, fuck! And Frank apparently missed all that. Because he said fuck two minutes later. And he's like, whoa, swearing. <laughs> <laughs> I did miss it. Yeah. Sorry. At least we're getting more hardcore as these episodes go. Because the first one we watched had no swearing, no nudity, no. nothing. Yeah, the first one looked like it could have been like on FX in the middle of the afternoon. Pete and I watched an episode that had a little bit of swearing, nothing else, some some dead body nudity, which is not good nudity. I, like I said, no. I jerked off the Schindler's List. I wouldn't jerk off this episode of R12. Some dead. There. No. Um, just some horrible facts about my own life. Um, oh. I wouldn't jerk off to this episode or the last one. I'm, I'm hard right now thinking about it. Oh, well, you just took some Viagra before we started. That's why. Oh. That's probably has more to do with it. That's a true yeah. statement. I'm not making a joke. No, I'm not. I'm, I wasn't joking either. It's a fact. Are you just like Complete. touching the bottom of your desk with your 
tip of your cock right now? <laughs> <laughs> Are you just like writing your own name on the bottom of it? Is that why you're distracted? You mean, the, is the desk <laughs> touching my cock? Yes. <laughs> oh, okay. You're blaming the desk. For, yeah, if I'm on a public he's, subway and you back up into my dick, it's on you. measuring stick, you know, like, mm, mm, maybe. I'm not seven. <laughs> three and a half. I got it. <laughs> Good Four, old Frankie okay. three and a half. Round up. <laughs> get it up. 3.6. How about that? Yeah, about yeah. average. Oh, he's got a little tape measure out. <laughs> Fuck you. He measured his leg. <laughs> Quite extensive. Uh, why do you have a tape measure at the ready for that? He's like, wait, yeah, I got it. <laughs> why you got it? Is that like taped to the side of your leg? So you can be like, no, 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 ma'am. It is not four inches. Thank you very much. It's 4.2. Let me get my, <laughs> let me get my gorilla duct tape. Oh, my God. Is that the ready? <laughs> hey, he had the tape, man. I just had a tape measure. Yeah, but you had that on you. So yeah, ready. Guess, yeah. It was clipped onto his hip. Yeah, so <laughs> it's ready right beside his cock so that when he, when someone like – some woman's over. It's just like, hey, it's only this big. You're like, Joe, oh, excuse me. They take off the rest of my pants. <laughs> Clearly, it's... Get all pedantic about it. Two inches adjust, shorter than you said. I have to adjust myself. <laughs> <laughs> you still touching the desk? Yeah. He, he lowered his chair. Still... But now it's not as... Not as yeah. Now it's more directly on? Yeah. <laughs> it's just the it's actual nice. head. Exactly. Yeah. All right. What else do we have to say about this? He he Waste gets a tattoo. Tia Carrera. He, very, very visual joke for a podcast. <laughs> Titty Dragon Girl tells him about this tattoo artist that she'll take him to if he fucks her, which apparently is like, it would make more sense if she were ugly, but she's like a cute blonde, I guess, for, you know, for 90s. So he fucks her, and he's and the next morning kicks her out, and then she shows up like seven different places in their weird little uh, big brother mansion that they live in. And then... Yeah. We're, we're like... There's really no rooms. It's just stairs. A lot of stairs in this. It's just stairs. And Tia Carrera pops up everywhere. She has a different haircut at one point. She goes from long hair to very short hair. Yep. And Logistically, it feels like everything's on the same stage. Like, they're not even trying to transition from one spot to another. You can never tell where the fuck they are. That's what I'm saying. It's a bad episode. You don't know where they are. You don't know when they are. It's all that matters is tattoo. It never felt like that tattoo really paid off. Because, so go ahead. I was just going to say, like, I mean, I've heard tattoo removal is, like, a very painful, like, tedious, like, arduous, like, thing. Yeah. Like, it, like getting a tattoo is that, but getting a tattoo removed is, like, ten times as worse, apparently. Yeah, they literally have to remove ink from your skin. It's gonna, it takes way longer than an actual tattoo. Most people, if they want to really get rid of a tattoo, just cover it up with another tattoo. Makes more sense, and it's a lot cheaper and uh, a lot quicker. cheaper, a lot, e- lot less painful, and yeah, yeah. He could have just had that because he goes, he follows a blonde down the alleyway, and apparently they live in the inside of the house is like L.A. William Freakin's house, probably. Outside is like middle of Detroit, like the fucking slums, the ghetto. Eight miles. <laughs> he follows her into a. <laughs> He just, he just suddenly shows up in an alleyway with a little sign, goes inside. Heavy dude is doing some like fucking Santeria voodoo bullshit tattoos. 
The inside like, of that place looks exactly like the fucking Santeria joint in uh, Child's Play. Like yeah. it's the same dumpy, shitty little hole with a couple of candles lit for no fucking reason, and like some some statues that look like you got them from Yankee Candle. I was waiting for uh, fucking what's his face from Prometheus to walk out. What's his name? Uh, Guy Pierce. No, the other one. Um, uh, meat. Um, Lost he me. Kisses himself. How's his name again? I don't know. Does <laughs> it say that? Fuck Prometheus. Um, the, the android. Oh, uh, uh, Michael Fassbender. Michael Fassbender. David. I know his character name. I think it was real name. <laughs> it reminded me of Fassbender's room from the second Prometheus. From Covenant. Yeah, it, it really wasn't far off. Like weird pictures on the wall. Yeah. It looks like it's been abandoned, but also someone's been living in there, which is a weird oxymoron, but it, it's, it's true. It's from the 80s blueprint of we need a fucking weirdo, like, ritual place. Okay, yeah. light some candles, have some statues from fucking Spencer Gifts, and there you go. Spencer Gifts. It's true. Does that still exist? Yeah. Yeah. It does, I believe. I hear it I does. I think now they're called Hot Topic. <laughs> it's not far off. Where else do you buy a fart machine? Come on. Fuck yeah. Uh, remote controlled whoopee cushion. <laughs> remote controlled, nice, fancy. It's fancy if it's a remote controlled. Fancy. <laughs> Spencer's get fancy. There. Uh, control whoopee cushion. What? What would be the functionality of the remote control? I mean, how does it? Do you really I, have to ask that question, Frank? Think of the endless possibilities of a remote control whoopee cushion. I think it defeats the purpose because if you sit on it, it wouldn't it would deflate. But if it's a remote control, it wouldn't deflate automatically. Therefore, why have a whoopee cushion? Just have a little butt chip that plays a sound. It sounds like a fart. Machine. You mean to tell me you've never had like a senile uncle and you want to watch them try to chase and figure out where the fart came from? Yeah, but a whoopee cushion <laughs> does its own thing. A, a remote control whoopee cushion would be completely different. You wouldn't need the actual cushion. I'm pretty yeah. sure you, you could torture your dogs with that too. Phoenix yeah. is, yes, Phoenix gets where I'm going with that. I get exactly where you're going with that. One or the other. You don't need both. You don't need to combine. It's not fucking. You put my peanut butter in your chocolate. You put my chocolate in your peanut butter. You don't need to mix the two things. It's completely different. Yeah. No. No, Adam. <laughs> you failed, Adam. You failed. It ain't my fucking store. I didn't invent it. It's we're taking our aggression for this episode out on you, and I'm sorry. That's because I'm the only one that laughed at it. Because I, I have a, a soft spot for really bad prosthetics and uh, but that's goofy the last shit. twenty there's seconds. Some, there's some there's some goof, goofy shit in the last twenty seconds that made me laugh. But I'm not going to say that that makes the episode great or anything. I you just, seem I, rather excited. I enjoyed it a little bit better than the one with uh, Harry Anderson. Frank, what do you feel on that? Harry Anderson, Corman's calamity, or this episode on a dead man's chest? Um. I mean, there was titties in this one. Yep. Okay. There you so, go. See it. Win. sorry. Okay. Yep. Remove the titties. Titties always win. Harry. I, see, I, I don't give a shit about titties. I've seen a thousand titties in my life. It means nothing to me. You can go look at free titties whenever you want. Yeah, but you were asking me to pick between that and Harry and the Hendersons guy. Okay. Imagine you didn't take a Viagra right before shooting this episode. What episode is actually better? This one. You really think that you'd rather rewatch this one than Corman's Calamity? Well, the thing with Corman's Calamity is we had to make our, we had to entertain ourselves with that one because it was boring as shit. Now, when you're watching something and you're bored, that's like the worst thing that could possibly happen. This episode, while not good, is at least not boring. And I'm sorry, but titties do not bore me. 
I, I found this it. episode way more boring than Corman's Calamity. And I'm not a T guy. I'm an ass guy. So we've talked about this. Some of that too. Yeah. Frank literally sent him one episode that we did. He goes, I mean, it was a couple of years ago or last year. Or he goes, it's 2019. I don't give a shit about titties. <laughs> I was like, wait, what? But he's talking about how much he likes ass. And I, and I agree. I got a girlfriend that has ass. I'm not going to disagree. But did he take Viagra before that episode? He, I don't know. I didn't ask him. See? There you go. There's Frank, are you uh, ready to ejaculate? Anyway, let's record our episode. He didn't answer. I don't ask that question typically. Like if I interview like a senator, I'm not going to ask him that. I'm going to borrow a tape measure. I have one here <laughs> yeah. for you. <laughs> Are you a half mast right now, Frank? I've already <clears throat> came twice since we started. Every time we say titty, he uh, a little bit comes out, a little pre-cum. And he's <laughs> oh, honestly like like this episode disgusted me because like towards the end he started ripping out his chest and shit and I can't take blood, man. Like I can't take I can't take it. He literally cuts the tattoo off and then holds it up, and that, that was so dumb it made me laugh. All I'm, I'm, all I'm doing right now is picturing Frank like shaking his pants sleeve like Andy Dufresne, trying to hide some dirt, but instead it's cum coming out the bottom because he took Viagra and just came seven times. That's all I can <laughs> think about. For you. And it won't leave my mind. <laughs> Turns out Frank's greatest accomplishment was shaking cum onto his floor, onto his carpet. <laughs> His wife was really mad. <laughs> Is our carpet pregnant? It's going to have a baby rug. There's something you can probably market. You can, there's probably a market for that. Some place where you just like hide the cum, you know, just like shake it off into the parking lot. It's called a hotel. It's called a Hampton Inn. That's Frank. <laughs> you, you, on the walls, on the, on the shower tap, nobody gives a shit. You go in there with a black light like you're in uh, one of those late night shows. Not even lying. The next day, I saw the couch outside. <laughs> outside, like in the hallway. No, they th- they're throwing it away outside. Yeah, because it's gonna have little armchairs in the morning. So you had a fucking Des- preggers. Destroyed that fucking thing. <laughs> like this thing stank. <laughs> so he gets a tattoo on his chest by Heavy D with with a fucking like one of those little like. Hatchets you see like Indians have where it's a it's a triangle stone and it has the ropes wrapped around it. That's what he's doing a fucking tattoo with. It looks like one of those tomahawks you get out of a pachinko machine. That's a little tomahawk. It looks like a tomahawk wrapped in string, and then he's like using that to give a tattoo with, which looks fucking awful. But it is an actual way to tattoo people. Like they do do that, you know. If you're in fucking prison. No, in the in the Amazon or some shit. Which might as well be prison. Might as well, yes. But nowadays, that tattoo he got would take three oh. sessions, five, five, six hours each. Months. <laughs> Months. No, no, you can get that done. You can get that done I in mean, three days. Gotta wait for the shit to heal. It depends on your tattoo artist how good they are. Yeah, they they've kind of they've they've gotten a little bit more revolutionary with that yeah. shit. Yeah, I would say probably because I've known people that have gotten tattoos that big. It's usually like a, a two or three sessions. Yeah. yeah, but if you don't, you know, my guy, I didn't have to wrap mine. It didn't swell. It didn't do anything. My tattoo artist, but he's really fucking really? good. Yeah, my guy's great. Um, definitely recommend him. His name's Angel out of Phoenix. If you want to go check him out, Angel Silva, uh, go check him out. But he he does a really good job. And he can get that done in three days, about five, six hours each, maybe maybe less, depending on how much he smokes. 
But, the, <laughs> um, but this guy gets it done in like, I don't know, it felt like a couple hours with a fucking little chisel he's doing on there with two topless ladies and he's, they're all wearing necklaces and he's like, all right, get out of here. And it ends up being like a weird dragon thing wrapped around Tia Carrera's face. So he has his bandmate's wife on his chest. Is that why he was so pissed? That's why he was pissed. It was Tia Carrera on his chest. That's why he kills her. I understand why he was so mad. I'm like, it looks good. This whole episode, he's been trying to get rid of her. For some reason. Did they ever explain why? The other thing I thought was weird is them, you know, the the old-fashioned putting the tattoo on the chest with the the miniature tomahawk and nail. It's like, don't you think, like, the right way to do that would have been, like, to have, like, like kind of like a little slightly montage style, like have the scene dissolve a little bit. Then, But they drag that shit no. out forever, and they just change the camera angle like a couple of times. Yeah, it's a it's half an episode. It feels like he yeah. shot, you know, an hour, and then we're like, all right, we got to get it down to 22 minutes. We have to. He's like, all right, <laughs> fine. I think Freed King was probably phoning it in. Like he was probably barely there and just didn't give a shit. Taking, taking the check and not really giving a shit. I, I mentioned... Before we start recording, me and Adam were talking about what I've been watching, which is Mick Garris's YouTube show. Of, I forget what it's called now. I thought of it earlier, and I, th- I had no problem. Why can't I think of the name of it? Anyway, I'll think of it in a moment. It's called Postmortem. It's called Postmortem. He interviews like horror directors, and one of them is William Freakin, who talked about this episode and was like, seemed proud of it. And I'm like, now that I watch it, I go, why are you proud of it? Because <laughs> it was, gets a tattoo. Tia Carrera's on there. He's pissed. He shows up at a show or something like that, and then he talks to the fucking naked lady with a dragon titty tattoo. And and she's like, I have a guy that removed this. And she's like, here's my whole ass. See, nothing there. (laughs) It was so pathetic. And then he goes there, and all of a sudden, some old guy shows up and is like, we removed it. Ha-ha. And it's all gone. He looks like one of those old house call doctors from, like, Green Acres. Or Twilight Zone. Remember Twilight Zone? <laughs> One for the sure angels. Make you take two aspirin and get plenty of sleep. I'll be back tomorrow to see how you're doing, honey. Twilight Zone doctor. Or if he makes it till midnight, he'll live. How many times in Twilight Zone do they do that, Frank? Carries a little black handbag around with him. That has a stethoscope inside of it. Yeah, the little black bag is like... Yep. In the Twilight Zone, as long as someone makes it till midnight, they'll live forever. And if they don't, they're dead. That's the yep. only two options for a Twilight Zone doctor. Or they go out the window. <laughs> so anyway, she lives till midnight. She'll be fine. Anyway, I got to go. <laughs> Why, doctor? I hate calling that motherfucker over every time I get a new painted glass. And it's so expensive. We live on the third nice. floor. Why is he taking the window? God, what an asshole doctor. Anyway, um, she died at 11.45, so I guess he was right. <laughs> the He Next gets it removed. <laughs> He gets it removed, and then there's a bunch of scenes of him like walking around the mansion and arguing, arguing with Tia Carrera, and then the titty girls at the show. I, this is where I get it gets really sloppy because there's like him in the stairs. Tia Carrera comes up, they argue this close to each other, they're like two inches away, they can almost Eskimo kiss, and then all of a sudden they're like in the show. We see the blonde girl; she's backstage for no fucking reason. We see the guy that runs the show, and he's got a ponytail and a beard, and he's on a ladder, and he's holding it for some reason. And then the guy's like, we got to get out there. And he's like, go fuck off. And, I'm, and they cut back to the mansion. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? It doesn't, nothing connects the at all. The was way off. Yeah. 
the scenes felt unfinished. It just, it felt, that's what I'm saying. It feels like it was severely whittled down to almost nothing. Where why even bother at this point? Everybody was so triggered the entire episode. I, I don't know why. They were either triggered or turned on. That's what I'm but saying. There's three, there's three really great moments, though. Okay. First of all, the tongue coming out of the titty. Great yep. moment. All right. I loved it. It was okay. okay. Yep. <laughs> looked like a real titty, at least. All right. It With was a real titty. It, it was a real tongue. Like, yeah, it was a real tongue, but it, 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 the effect looked good. At least I thought so for, for the yeah. time. Then there, there's a part where a dragon, the dragon that's tattooed around Tia Carrera, comes out of his chest. Like, probably the worst. Tia Carrera is the lady from Wayne's World. Yeah. But it, it made me laugh. All right. It, it really made me laugh. And then at one point, he, he just chops the tattoo off and he's holding it up like, you know, like, look what I drew. And yeah. He, like he's going to make a handbag like, out of it. He has like his <laughs> guts are showing and shit. And it, it, was, it was pretty funny. Like it was it was bloody. And Frank can't handle. Um, <laughs> yeah. We'll, we'll, we're going to get there in a second. Uh, he starts to argue with her in the mansion for no fucking. I don't know why he's so aggressive against her. I don't know why he gives a shit. They don't focus on that at all, which would make this mean a lot more if we really saw why he has a problem with her or if he it loves her. I don't get it. But then he gets a tattoo and he freaks out on her. And then they're they're on stage playing the rest of his band. They're all like, but nobody's singing, so they're playing music. And you see the producer being like, God, I have a ponytail and a beard for nothing. Like no singer. And then it cuts back to the lead singer who's at home with the with Tia Carrera. And then he like she's in the bathtub and he spooks her and he strangles her and beats her head in the wall, which is kind of cool. I like that part. Dude, he beat her head into the wall like 18 times. Yeah. And she's doing googly eyes Harrison Ford face, like, oh, oh just smashing her face in the wall and puts her in the in the bathtub and she drowns. That was harsh. And that part's cool, but it felt like it meant nothing at that point because I didn't know why he was doing it. I didn't know anything about the motivation. Was he fantasizing about her? Did he hate her because she was breaking up the band, like a Yoko Ono sort of thing? I didn't get it. Can we just talk about that that wonderful 80s, 90s trope where every goon, douchebag, uh, rock star promoter always has a ponytail, a bolo tie, or cowboy boots with steel Silver sto- uh, like chrome toes on him. Yeah. Yeah. And snakeskin boots too. Usually snake. Yeah, snakeskin boots with steel toe and, yeah. and a bolo tie. You yeah. got to have like one of those three things or all three of them. If you have all three of them, you're like a serious douchebag. You're like a douchebag with a purpose. It's got to be a guy that is desperately, desperately clinging to his hair. Yeah. Like I'm he- not bald. I have a ponytail. Yeah, but your ponytail starts. 14 inches back from your forehead. In this case, it's a record so. or something. So it's a guy that clearly refuses to deal that he's over 30. Like he doesn't want to acknowledge that. So yeah, you're older. It's fine, dude. It happens to everybody. Just fucking deal with it. Yeah. Just, I, I mean, I live that life and I don't have a ponytail. And I think I figured out what's wrong with the singer. He has Scott stab infection. <laughs> yeah. Don't that use, don't great. use my joke from the show. How dare dare you <laughs> I'm so mad <laughs> oh, it's still funny <laughs> I was hoping you'd bring it back you didn't give me enough time we're not done oh I... <laughs> <laughs> Phoenix is about to Scott stab you <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go alcoholically confess things into a camera like Scott Stapp I, this is my daughter and Creed's the greatest band in the world <laughs> 
None of the one of those are true. Him after he just ran into the woods that one time. Like Blair Witch, they found him staring at a wall <laughs> in the corner. That <laughs> would be a surprise. Scott Stapp's one of those guys where I hated him so much. Now I'm just kind of like nothing. He's like Andy Dick. Nothing would surprise me if it's saw like Scott Stapp fucks a bull rhino and 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 kills a senator. I'd be like, yeah, that just makes sense. It's Scott my, Stapp. My what do you want? Frank, my, I guess Frank is that the guy from Candlebox beat the shit out of him. <laughs> You know what's sad? I can name more Creed songs than Candlebox. I, did they I, have? Did Candlebox even have more than one song? No, they were I a one-hit wonder. Yeah, they do because I seen them open for Aerosmith once. No, why yeah. the fuck is Aerosmith like? Yeah, bring on Candlebox. No, they open for them. Yeah, yeah. It's just funny how these bands like this, the, the, these '90s bands, like one of them comes out and then the other one like instantly disappears. Like, does anybody remember Live? They're like that really no. bad REM knockoff. I, I, I prefer Live over yeah. REM. They had yeah. a, they had one album that was like seven hits on it, and the next one had like one, and then they were done. But the funny thing is, is we're watching this episode and we're making all these Alice in Chains references, and I'm thinking, no, this is not Alice in Chains. This is one of the like the ripoffs of Alice in Chains. So I'm I'm instantly thinking of like Creed or, or fucking Bush or you know yeah. When when Alice in Chains, you know. Alice in Chains has a ton of one of my favorite bands, and I I wore uh, I wrote in my hand every day after Lane Staley died, like his date of birth, date of death, on my hand. That's how much I love fucking Alice in Chains. But they were clearly yeah. going for Alice in Chains in this in this scene. They look so well, much like them. Off more like Candlebox. Nutshell's great, great, greatest song ever made. Well, that's that's like more acoustic, but the they were going for like the grungy. <laughs> like they all they look like Alice in Chains. If you see Alice in Chains live, they look just like this. They're different guys. Like Jerry Cantrell, the 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 guitarist guy who has the girlfriend, you know, they look just like him. The guitar the drummer. Except these guys look too clean to be Alice in Chains. Like Alice in Chains was definitely grungy. These guys were like were like a little more like uh candle box creed fucking Well, except know, for Lane Staley, Alice in Chains was clean. Lane Staley was doing all the heroin for the band. So don't, don't <laughs> ever don't you say a bad word about goo goo dolls, sir. Goo goo dolls? Uh, goo goo dolls are okay. <laughs> They're okay. The, the Google Dolls guy could at least sing. This guy couldn't even fake sing. That is true. That is a very good point. I don't mind Google Dolls, but they're okay at best. But this guy was fucking terrible. But watching these guys, oh, you're right. They be broken. I just uh, baby's black balloon. I, I was getting flashbacks <laughs> to like all the grunge knockoff bands for sure, man. Like fucking stained all those guys. Oh god. Whoa, 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 whoa. stained. Stained's terrible. Not. Yeah, they're horrible. Yeah. Stained. There's like three bands that remind me of each other. Stained and those. Oh god, what are the Disturbed. other ones? No, Disturbed is very different. Terrible, but very different. No, no, no. Disturbed now is like what Stained was. Can you imagine if I told you there's a band out there that made millions of dollars off going, ooh ah, and that's all they did, and whatever they said around it was bullshit because they went ooh ah, ah like a fucking monkey. Uh, <laughs> like, we're uh, metal monkeys. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> 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 Mommy, no. And he talks about like I was mom's raping him. Come on. Richard Cheese's version of that song, though, was fantastic in the Dawn of the Dead remake. 
You fuckers, I, get up. I, Come I, on, get down with the sickness. I do have to say, though, I did see Disturbed before the they became famous, and I went, this band's going to be famous, watch. And, and then it was you, like six months later, they were on MTV. And then you cut to six months more later, and you're like, oh, they're dead. Yeah. <laughs> well, to Mr. Friedkin, this band was Exorcist, but to us, it'll always be known as Moose Knuckle or Moose Claw. <laughs> and Moose Knuckle, that was great, dude. It's the greatest name for a band I've ever heard. I would take them more seriously if they're named Moose Knuckle. <laughs> then you're like, oh, they're not taking themselves seriously. But when they're called Exorcist, I'm like, you're not that dark or moody. He's going like on on the set on the the stage. Even even Chris Pratt doing Mouse Rat on uh, Parks and Recreation was doing a better Eddie Vedder impression than this fucking chuckle fuck. I don't think he's going for Eddie Vedder. Eddie Vedder sings. This guy wasn't singing. He's saying syllables in the microphone. Eddie Vedder sang an entire song where I had no idea. Yellow Ledbetter. Yeah, you know exactly what, yep. Yellow Ledbetter is a song I grew up on and I thought I loved, and I started to sing along to it as an adult. I'm like, yeah, uh, no, well, wait to the chorus. Uh, Nope, not a syllable. I don't know any of the words. Not a single word. It is nonsense. Let's go ahead and play a clip here in a second here, as soon as I get it up, because it is nonsense. Uh, Yeah, I don't don't know what he said at all. I thought I knew every word, and that, and that, but it you turns do. out I know like every syllable he says, you know but not every. Yeah, you know every sound. He I know it. <laughs> it's not something you want to do in a karaoke bar, even if no. you're sober. If yeah. I saw that, because you'd be like staring at the screen, going, ah, "That's what he says." What? And that'd be the whole time <laughs> you're doing karaoke. <laughs> no way he says that. <laughs> like, uh, uh, let's see here, yellow. What was that other song? <laughs> a woman behind the grocery food store cashier. Elder the woman had a counter in a small town. Don't fuck hey. with me, Frank. I'm a huge Pearl Jam fan. <laughs> oh, sorry. We got a we got an ad playing because I don't have YouTube Plus or YouTube. All right, here's Yellow Ledbetter. Tell me all the lyrics. <laughs> Play. I don't sing this word for sound for sound. <laughs> Hope I don't get flagged here. Because I really do love this song, but also no idea what he's saying. I have a lyric video, though, so this will be interesting. Under Bridge Downtown is where I That is not what he's saying. He is not saying these words I'm reading. On a weekend, I want to wish it all away, yeah. And then I called and I said that I want what I said and I called out again. Okay. Okay, let me rewind there a second. What he just said there is, I said, I don't know whether I'm the boxer or the bag. 
which is not a bad line. You know, if he's punching or getting punched. I get it. But he, is that what the bag is? Yeah. But listen. That is not what he barely, says right there. That is barely what he said. <laughs> I said I have a bag. That's funny, but even his howling is better than this, this goon ball from Exorcist, Moose Knuckle. Yeah, I'm going to go to your squeeze in my balls. That's what he's doing. He sounds like a machine gun voice. You're a goat squeezing his balls. I'm going to fucking remove that tattoo. My favorite early 90s thing is the, I said, yeah, 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 no, maybe, yeah. <laughs> that, that's the Eddie Vedder thing I love. We're in like, yeah, is it yes or no, dude? Make up your fucking mind. <laughs> you were like, yeah, 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 no, maybe, I don't know. I mean, the size of his fuck, but maybe, yeah, no. It almost reminded me of that little bit from that that song that came out in the early '90s. I think it was called Enigma, and it had like that, like it was kind of like Native American, like kind of chant going on in the background. It, it come off like that. Like Eddie Vedder sounds like he's trying to mimic that. Should I do a whole album of that? You yeah, really you should. Dude. Well, oh make my sure god, it's an hour and twenty minutes long. Oh god, two hours like a Tool album. I go still full Yoko Ono with that shit. Oh god, so annoy my audience. I got it. Okay, so. I still have not listened to the new Tool album, Frank. You're an asshole. I listened to half of it, and I'm like, it sounds like, it sounds like the other album they have. I don't need to hear this. It sounds like Lateralis. I get it, but bad. It was, uh, it was slow. I'll give it that. It has it the exact same slow. bass as Lateralis. You cannot deny that. It goes so far. Oh. Uh, I, I can't argue with you. And so I heard that, and I go, it sounds like Ladder Alice, but I love the songs on Ladder Alice, so I don't need this. And I never bothered listening to the second half. But the second half is the better half. Is it? I'll, I think I'll give it a chance. What made this episode better is if, like, Kurt Loder was narrating it, and he, like, did, like, behind-the-scenes version of it. Like, it was... Frank, uh, you know like, who Kurt Loder is. Sorry, Adam, finish. Sorry. Uh, everybody just went... What? You have to subscribe what you're doing. You're on a podcast. <laughs> How long have you been doing this? Sorry. Several years? No. Okay. Everybody, I was talking and everybody just stopped and froze. It's almost like we're no, listening to you. Weird. No, no, no. It was after I Oh, said. Skype literally froze is what you're saying. Yeah. yeah. Skype had a hiccup. No, we can hear you. What are you saying, though? About I Kurt Loader. The second half of the album was the better half. And that was Two conversations I ago. Back. Well, that's what I'm trying to say is what happened. Gotcha. Okay. But Kurt Loader, mm-hmm. yeah. He, he's the guy I remember for breaking that Kurt Cobain killed himself. Yeah, I hate, yeah. Kurt Loader is a, yeah, I, fuck him. Why? Because. Kurt Loader was show the. Show us on the doll where Kurt Loader hurt you. <laughs> I'll show you a picture. And that asshole's it. well worn out. So show me somewhere else. I'm getting sick of that shit. <laughs> Show me some of the more interesting. Is he still alive? <laughs> I assume so. I don't know. I love the fact that he was like the one elderly man, and everyone else was like fucking, uh, you know, Paulie Shore and like that, you know, Julie oh, yeah. Julie Brown, yeah. Julie Downtown Brown. 
Like, he always had like that long, flippy hair, like he's trying to fool everybody into thinking he's twenty years younger than he really is, and it just all it looked like was like an old asshole that refuses to be old. It was like your dad being like, "You hear the new Nirvana album? Oh, by the way, Kurt Cobain <laughs> killed himself on April." Yeah, we just go and doing that, and you're like, "You're not, you're not my age. Come on, bro." <laughs> Hello, fellow kids. <laughs> yeah, you're born in the fifties. Don't fucking lie to me, man. I know it. Yeah, it's like kids walking to school and looking at me all weird because I'm, you know, bumping Joyner Lucas in my car. They're like, yeah. yeah. Like, like guy, Adam, guy. you're probably as old as Kurt Loder was then. <laughs> can you imagine yeah. trying to be an MTV right now? You can't, yes. can you? I wouldn't do it. Wouldn't well, do no, because they don't do anything about music. So. No, I'm just saying, like, imagine trying to act like you're that age. Like, imagine act like we're third in our mid-30s, Frank. Can you imagine if we're trying to act like we're 18, 19? It would be like, like fucking 21 Jump Street. It would not work. <laughs> well, I just, you know, tight jeans wouldn't work for me. No, we don't have the bodies for it. <laughs> None of us do. <laughs> but can you imagine Look, trying to like, talk like them where it's all memes and shit? Thank, thank goodness, you know, Genkos were really popular when I went to high school because okay. I was... <laughs> Well, imagine trying to take your Viagra than hiding an erection in those tight jeans now. You'd tear them <laughs> apart like the Incredible Hulk. It would not work. It, that's what I'm saying, dude. They'd sh- <laughs> fly yeah. off like you're in the NBA. Like, I'd be ripping <laughs> jeans in there. You imagine he's wearing yoga pants and just fucking pokes right through. <laughs> and you, you get in trouble for... We, we get in trouble for saying the things we want to say. Because if you're yeah. if you're 18 or 17, 15, whatever, it fucking doesn't matter. The thing, things we would just say normally, they'd be like, "Hate crime, get get the PC oh p- principal in here, <laughs> arrest him." I it, was just thinking that, and I didn't want to repeat anything from when I was 18 or 19 because all that stuff would like would send me to jail at this point. All the things it, that we used yeah. to say at that age, you know. Like, dude, do you know how long it's taken me just to just to remove the word retarded from my recap or faggot? And faggot, yeah. You said that before we started recording. And I'm like, okay, Frank, you haven't learned. And I still say retarded. Well, I mean it literally as what it's intended, which is something that works slower than it's supposed to. It's retarded. So th- we would get in so much trouble saying this shit that we had to say. And it'd be like basic shit, too. You wouldn't even think about it. Like, you call yeah. some lady like a bitch, and you'd be like, oh, my God, get the... I'm like, no, she's being a bitch, though. What's the problem? Yeah, she's a cunt. What are you on? She's a total cunt. What do you want me to do? Yeah. Why am I yeah. giving handcuffs? Yeah, I know. It's like, you, you, you can't be honest nowadays. <laughs> and I feel no. like every single white kid with a problem that looks sad in the corner of the library, I'd be like, he has a gun! And I'm waiting for a fucking school shooting. Because that's, that's what I assume well, high schools are now. We're just waiting for the next school shooting. Well, yeah, that's because the the I mean, if there isn't one within six months, the news will make it happen somehow. Oh, we're getting deep, deep Frank political talk. <laughs> 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 Fucking Fox News will make it happen, those motherfuckers. Yep, or the other ones, right? So no, I I think what Frank is trying to say is that he goes backstage and he cuts his own tattoo off his chest. God damn. And very slowly, and but his like stomach because it starts to like bulge out of his stomach when he's on stage for twelve seconds, and then he cuts it out. <laughs> and he's just losing just talking about it. Jesus. And he cuts it out, but he holds it up, and it's just a flat sheet of skin. But his guts are hanging out. And I'm like, I, what? 
Yeah, all you do is cut your skin off. But that was kind of a nice effect, though, because he's just standing there. He's not, like, bleeding out or anything. It's like you can see, yeah. like, most of his insides looks like everything's in order. You know, yeah. it's like he's he's like one of those models in the in the school where you, like, take the little part off and you can see, like, where his intestines are, like, all aligned, his liver and everything. Like, you can almost see that. Like, I, I applaud that effect that they did. You could give him a colonoscopy while he's just standing there because you could just, oh, there you go. <laughs> looks clear, bro. And he's just, he, like, you don't have to use machinery. It's not a good episode, but that effect took it up a notch, at least for me. It barely took it up a notch. I'll, I'll give you the fact that it got a lot better at the very end, because he has yes. the dragon come out of his chest, and it's literally like a fucking puppet, and it looked terrible, <laughs> which is weird. great for us. It, it looked like one of those snakes that you like you put the little <laughs> container, like the snakes fucking pop out with the little yeah. springs and shit. Yeah. It, it looked bad, and it looked fun, but... That was such a small amount of the episode, and I was already angry by then, and I hated the episode by then, that it didn't really matter. (laughs) Whatever you do, don't watch Monkey Shines. I didn't see most of it, to be honest with you. That's 90% of Bad Road. Like, 15% entertainment, 90% Bad Road. That's kind of what this episode was. It was, like, mostly Bad Road, but maybe 15 minutes of actual entertainment. Maybe not even that many. Uh Yeah. doesn't work. Is Monkey Shine... I get two movies confused. Is Monkey Shine's the George Romero one? George Romero directed that. Okay, yeah. That's that one I've seen. You can't tell that he directed that because, wow, that was like... What were you thinking? There's Monkey Shines and there's Chakma and then there's another one. Chakma's the one where they're in the hospital and they're playing like Mm -hmm. D&D. Monkey Shines is... Frank is this quadriplegic, and he has a, a monkey that's supposed to help him. Yeah, like yeah, that's little, the, little, okay. re, little that's Reese's the one I've monkeys, seen. And yeah, and and he's he's taken some serum that makes him evil. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Frank it's an has no monkey. idea. It's not a puppet. <laughs> so. Frank's disagreeing with us, no matter what we say. And then he like, uh, oh, the monkey takes him to a Holiday Inn and pegs him. It's a great ep movie. It is a great movie. Uh, Adam, if you need to listen to our future or past episodes of LAW Twilight Zone Review, you probably make more sense <laughs> what I just said. Listen to the deep cuts. <laughs> the podcast podcasts. Listen to the podcast. Was it that or was it Twilight Zone? I'm pretty sure that it was the podcast podcast. We do too many we... shows together. This is our third show together, you realize? I know. Like, <laughs> yeah, and then you do way off topic with me a lot. Yeah, we've done... I can tell you exactly how many episodes we've done together total. Uh, Frank, yeah, we've good. done, oh my God, I've never guessed. Adam, this is episode 19 for both of us together that we've done. Uh, Frank, I'm ashamed to say, 189 episodes we've done together over the years. Good God. Why do That's I waste my time with you? God. That's because, you know. It's fun. Um, that that's me and, and you know me and you both did the together. Yeah, we're talking about Wayne's World because obviously uh, Tia Carrera was on the episode, and I started doing the do as Frank's doing the, the visual. <laughs> Wasn't planned. Worked out perfectly. Adam, are you frozen? Or are you just no, stoned? I'm listening. Okay. <laughs> it's been a while since I've seen Wayne's World, so I was trying to remember that moment. It's at the very end when uh, they all come down in the basement. And then they start doing the how it could have, like Clue, where they, you know, different endings. 
And they do the Scooby Doo ending where they pull the mask off. All I remember it's from the old guy. World was that that fucking movie brought back Bohemian Rhapsody, and they played that fucking song on MTV every five fucking minutes. Oh, whoa, whoa. It went on for twenty fucking minutes. That song's like twenty minutes long. Great song, sir. No, it ain't. Yes, it is. I don't care what you say. That's a good one, but Journey's song is fucking terrible. Everything Journey does is fucking Don't terrible. stop. But there's no South Detroit. That's fucking Canada. What? Fuck you, Journey. If you go south of Detroit, you're in Windsor, Canada. No. No, Journey, no. Fucking hate those guys, too, you dude. You see the new lead singer? The Asian dude? The Filipino guy? Yeah. He's the fucking like... twink up there on, on doing vocals? Yeah. No, thank you. Yeah. So they made it. They made a terrible band even worse by f- replacing him, which I get. You know, no, Steve Perry's not dead, right? But he just didn't want to do it anymore. I do love. Yeah, uh, that same bullshit. I do love in basketball. Where they're like, dude, I told you no more Steve Perry fake or fake outs or whatever he says. Yes, <laughs> psych outs. I do. I, I I hate Journey way more than Queen, man. Because I actually liked a lot of Queen songs. Queen's I just, great. Queen's I am great. Personally tired of Bohemian Rhapsody. Like, I I'm get it. To, can't fucking listen to it anymore. And Wayne's World is the culprit for that. Like, I'm not going to say Wayne's World ain't a good movie. It's just all I associate with is that fucking video of nope, Wayne, nope, Wayne and nope, Garth headbanging nope, in the car. That's such yeah. a small part of the movie, though. You can't blame the movie. But the video goes on for 20 fucking minutes, man. You can't blame just, the movie uh, on that, though. Come on, man. Every time it's like, for it, it is for me. Everybody goes, for me. If you're going to spew, spew into this. It's oh, great. God. That movie's great. I fell on my keys. That one gets me every time. <laughs> Garth Fall. Ow. Ow. <laughs> yeah. I don't have a gun, let alone enough gun. <laughs> What's he say? For um, a gun rack. <laughs> I don't have enough guns to necessitarily a gun rack. I don't even own a gun, let alone enough guns to necessitate a gun rack. That's what he says. Yeah, I love yeah, it. Yeah. Um, it. It's a gun rack. What am I going to do with a gun rack? <laughs> I don't even own a gun, let alone enough guns to necessitate a gun rack. Yeah, let alone and many guns to a, to a, to affiliate an entire Necessitate rack. a gun rack. To necessitate, yeah, that's it. But uh, you also got, uh, what's his name from Married Children, being the psycho. <laughs> the, the guy that runs the, the counter at the Blackhawks uh, coffee diner, whatever the place is called. He's just like doing oh, these speeches to the camera. <laughs> no, no, not Ed Harris. Ed, no, it's Ed, uh, Ed O'Neill. And he does the, the speeches to the yeah. camera, and they're just like, pull the camera away from him. Like, anyway, you should check it out, Adam. It's a, it's a great movie. Just ignore that part if you've ignored that song. I get it, but. No, I've seen, I've seen the movie. I went and saw it in theaters. I just, I, I don't have fond memories of it because all it does is trigger that fucking song again. So Yeah, don't let it. Song, don't man. let that bother you. It's like such a small part of that movie. And then that movie Bohemian Rhapsody came out last year, and then the song came back again. So now it's once again on the radio every five minutes, right See, after Journey. Don't stop believing. In you my can play life, those back to back. In my life, Bohemian Rhapsody's never gone away. So it's when that movie came out, I was like, "Well, yeah, it should. It's a great, great song. Great band. Oh boy. Next. I almost forgot about this." I poured some new wine and I just remembered. Adam, guess a number. Guess a letter and a number. Threeve. Threeve. All right. One second while I pull this. You guys, Adam, go ahead and do your plugs. 
All right. You can find me on www.raiselostflex.com. Raiders underscore OTLF at Twitter. And I'm on YouTube. I upload God stuff pretty much every day. And I have a live show every Friday where we talk about bad movies. And when you subscribe, definitely hit the bell so you're notified when it comes on. Because they're all with Frank. I'm serious. I like them. <laughs> it's like a YouTube thing. It's like people always complain about, like, you don't have to tell me to hit the thing and do the thing. I you know hit the fucking the bell. <laughs> Please smash that like button. Smash that like button. Frank? Like, I've never smashed anything before, like... Other than Frank's wife. Yeah. Good one. Nice. Before we get into today's content, be sure to hit the thumbs up icon. Yep. And as always, guys, you can go ahead and follow it. That that shit. Yeah. What's up with that YouTube voice where that one guy sounds like partially retarded? Where he's oh, like, PewDiePie? Hey, go ahead and check out my other sh- Oh my God, dude. What is wrong with your brain? Did you get hit with a fucking Mike brick? Who <laughs> oh, has the best fucking voice on YouTube is Riddle. Fuck yeah. I don't know who that is, but Frank, where can we find you? Oh, um. I assume you didn't do that part, right? (laughs) Just get back to the mic. I don't know. (laughs) You'll be able to find me jerking (laughs) off. Under his desk, jerking off. (laughs) I'll be carving my name in the bottom of my desk. (laughs) In South New Jersey. Go ahead and check out my desk. I need the old working out in the wall. It looks like a CSI murder crime. Go ahead. And <laughs> Don't get a black light under here, ladies. Anyway, uh, smash that like button. Go ahead and hit that bell so you can follow me. Subscribe. You'll be able to what's, pop me out of Hampton. What's that line from uh, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy? Oh, she has no idea. If I had a black light, this place looked like a Jackson Pollock painting. <laughs> I can't believe they kept that in a Disney movie, but I love it. Frank? Right, right on. Uh, it's... Um, <laughs> Yeah, reddragonsradio.com, guys. Great, great, great uh, site to go listen to some great podcasts. And I'm on a bunch of them, along with Phoenix. It's true. And Yep. And double NKZ on Twitter. You'll be able to find all of uh, all great podcasts uh, through that, too. Yep. Do that. Um, LIWstudios.com. And um, smash that follow button. <laughs> go to LIW Studio or Lloyd Winterland on YouTube. Go ahead and smash that like button. Go ahead and hit that bell, guys, so you can get new latest updates and new new releases and check it out. And uh, uh, until next time, in the meantime, go ahead and next time we're going to review uh, Tales from the Crypt Keeper, the cartoon, episode 204, all the gory details. We're watching a cartoon next time. I'm sorry. But smash that like button, guys. It's great. And we're going to get new subscriptions and new... And we're going we're gonna to get, like, ads from, like, fucking a, a bed that makes you change the temperature of it so your wife can fucking fall asleep while you jerk off to, like, the Playgirl channel. It's great, guys. Go ahead and check it out. And we'll get new subscribers in there, and then we'll, we'll fucking sell out, and then I'll say something racist, and our channel will get shut down. Check it out, guys. Woo! Yeah. Whew. Unless you're PewDiePie, then, uh, you know, you just say sorry. You just say sorry, then you get fought, you fight a bunch of dudes online, and you get beaten every time. Go check out PewDiePie's site. Who the fuck that guy is? I have no idea. <laughs> he's a Swedish guy with a smoking hot. He, he's, he's a Swedish guy. His channel makes no fucking sense, but he has the largest subscriber base on YouTube. I don't give a shit. I don't care. Uh, I, I Neither does YouTube. <laughs> and, it, 
And he's my guilty pleasure. I don't care. Yeah, Frank told me he likes him, and I'm like, I, don't, I, I heard his name, but I don't know anything about him. He, he, he looks like a Southern California douchebag. He looks like a. The only time I, I I don't watch it is when he's playing video games. Like I just can't watch people play video games. I don't know why. Go check our new video game stream, guys. Uh, we're on Steam as uh, the LAW the anus. That's it. That's LAW the anus. And then check out our uh, video game reviews there. We're always streaming. We're playing like PUBG and, uh, you know, uh, anus over here. And then we got uh, the butthole over there. And we got brown eye over here with Frank. And then go check us out. We review all the latest games and gadgets. Go and check us out. Smash that like button and, and, and make sure to tip, guys. That's how we pay for our colonoscopies. Go ahead and tip. We got to pay for them somehow. Super chats. And, and yeah, and don't forget to hit the bell. Hit that bell so you get you get subscribed. You get our latest videos in the moment they're released, guys. You don't you want to you don't want to miss that live colonoscopy exam that we're doing on, on live on YouTube. Go and check that out. So we can get you know, different different uh you know su- subscribers and different advertisers on there. You know you know you want to get like a fucking Colgate on there. Whatever you want to get, guys. White in that butthole. And if you just subscribe to our Patreon, you can get exclusive content that you can pay for and not watch anywhere else. It's exactly right, Adam. Thank you so much for bringing that up. You can check that out there. You can go into Lloyd Wonderland. Studios on, on Patreon.com and check out our, these episodes of this very show right now that you're doing. Go ahead and hit that bell on Patreon or, or pay a dollar, whatever you want to do. And, and you get the, every episode released as they're released before they are actually supposed to be released through the early access on, on Patreon. <laughs> Where's that going, Adam? Take a breath. Take a breath, buddy. Take a breath. You know I don't run out of breath. <laughs> Come on, Frank. You, you should totally stream every week now. You should just do that every week. Yeah, I talk when I breathe in, <laughs> clearly. Uh, but yeah, go ahead and check us out on liwstudios.com. Uh, different shows. Clearly, I'm going to be very honest. <laughs> different podcasts that we have on there. Frank and I do LIW the Twilight Zone review. Adam, I think you might be third Mike. Is that official? Are we doing that? <laughs> Are you going to be yeah, on every week? Too, sure, I have no problem. I definitely want you on. Say it feels like you should find out because you. I mean, it's been all of season five, pretty much. It's so. true. We only miss you two because we recorded like let's go now and i was like adam is not ready for this let's go ahead and record and i was like oh, should we invite I'm him like, fuck these guys <laughs> no i i i even told you in the I moment i'm like i feel bad but i didn't give you any warning so you didn't have time to watch them so like, and, and i don't mean to cut you off but i was like legit after the show gonna ask like should i add adam's name to the <laughs> bio of the of our twitter liw the do it man he's on the show now adam whether you want it or not you're you're the third mic you're you're on you've done all but two episodes and then you have to advertise us like we're a wacky radio show like all right we're a morning wkrs let's do the the tuesday night fart song on twilight zone review (laughs) 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 yeah fuck that I was going to do the Twilight Zone as a fart, but I can't do it. I can't, I can't stop laughing. <laughs> you get the idea, right? <laughs> oh, God. Now you know the purpose of the remote whoopee cushion. <laughs> yeah. I need that across the room so I can record it. <laughs> If if I if things don't work out for me doing you know podcast radio and all my PewDiePie subscribers and everything, I'm gonna go door to door whoopee cushion salesman. I want to have like a little business cards and shit. Please record that because I will definitely <laughs> smash that like button. Cushion salesman. I will smash that bell if you do that. 
Anyway, let's get out of here. So next time, episode 204 of the cartoon, uh, all the gory details. So uh, until next time, in the meantime, I'm Phoenix West. I'm Frank Links. I'm Adam Wilcox. Thank you so much, and so long, citizens. Even for stars yeah, yeah, no, ho, ho, ho.